Welcome to Season 3, Episode 8 of the SNS Sports Podcast on the SNS Sports Network. I am your host, Sal Mar, with my co-host, Samuel. And today we got a packed show. We missed a couple, uh, we missed last week, but you know, we're busy. It happens. Um, next week we'll see if we make an episode. Not 100% sure. That's the week before Christmas. Work's yeah, a little man. packed. So we'll see We'll see if we can squeeze a, squeeze a show in. If not, we'll probably have another one the following week. Uh, but with that being said, uh, let's get into the episode. Starting out with a week 14 recap. Um, starting off with the Thursday night dumpster fire of the week. Yeah. The Pittsburgh Steelers losing to New England. Do we really have to talk about this game? Because was pissed off on Friday. Well, uh, I've been saying it for who knows how long. I think I said it on the last episode we recorded. I said this is a trap game. Yeah, you did. And but you lo and behold, it was a fucking trap game. I had it had Bill Belichick winning all written all over it, as always, because our faithful leader Mike Tomlin always underplays our opponents. Yeah, but look at his record. It's been against... like this for years. Yeah, well, what, Bill Belichick's record towards Tomlin—he's only had three wins. I think Tomlin's only had three wins against Bill. Belichick. Yeah, he's three and ten. He's not that good. I don't even think that anybody's really that good against Bill Belichick. He made Bailey Zappi look like a like like he's the next quarterback for New England, and he didn't even play that good. He scored zero points in the second half, and they yeah, won. More, yeah, but more New England fans are probably pissed about winning because that loses their chances on getting Drake May. Well, now they don't get a quarterback. That's their fault. No, I think they're still in the running. They don't get. They don't get. Yeah, I mean, they maybe go for that uh, Jalen Daniels. Or, yeah, Jaden. Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels. Or Jaden. Well, no, Drake May still in there. They can still get Drake May. They would anyway, have to. Uh, well, I mean, you're going to have to hope that the Cardinals, like, lose. Like, <laughs> or win. Like, I don't think the Cardinals have any, like. No, because they play the 49ers this week. Yeah, I mean. I mean, I've seen crazier with the fucking 49ers. You know, they go out and beat all the big bad teams and lose to, like, the shit the shitball teams. Well, they already have their playoff spot clinched. I think they're the I fourth. hope. San Francisco's like the fucking Dodgers of fucking football. I hope. No. Nah, I mean, tell me, you got Fred Warner, Nick Bosa, Chase, Chase Young, Young, Dre uh, Greenlaw. Greenlaw, who the hell's other dude on the line? DeForce, or not DeForce, uh, Javon Hargrave. Javon Hargrave. There was another dude that was already out there with. Oh, Eric Armstead. Eric Armstead. And then on your offensive side, Debo, CMC, the best uh, right Brandon tackle Ayuk. in the game, Brandon Ayuk. Trent Williams. Court, yeah, Trent Williams. Uh, a system quarterback, Brock Purdy. And probably one of the most. Probably the best coach in the NFL right now, Kyle Shanahan. As much as I painfully have to say this, I think that Kevin Stefanski is probably the best head coach in the NFL right now. No, it has to be Shanahan or McDaniel. He's gone through four quarterbacks, like three running backs. It doesn't matter, but you have to look at He has, like, no, like, I don't, like, I'm just saying this year, this year, 
Uh, Kyle Shanahan should be coach of the year. As much well, as if he if he wins and he gets his team to the postseason, he should be coach of the year. Especially well, with the way that his team is playing now. Like Joe Flacco, all of a sudden is 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 good. MVP for Flacco. Do they play the Browns again? No, nah, I think they're done. Fuck. Well, he plays the Jets. Well, a revenge game. That's why. Like, how awesome would that be to, to see a playoff game versus the Ravens and the Browns? Uh, Joe Flacco versus his old team. Uh, be laughing, but wouldn't that be sweet though? If it's not the Steelers in the playoffs, no, we're not talking about the Steelers right now. Oh, uh, if, if it's Joe Flacco and the Browns versus Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, Imagine it would just be hilarious. If well, if they, beat, if they beat the Ravens, and I, we don't have to hear about them beating us. Oh, we beat the Ravens. <laughs> Remember, we beat the Ravens a billion years ago, and then they'll lose to like Kansas City. Nah, right now we're, we're, think... we're right now we're teed up to play Kansas City and we will we will be a first round exit if we do play them. Um I wouldn't mind seeing it. no cuz I feel like wouldn't Houston. I would rather see Houston in the playoffs to be honest. I'm talking about the Steelers. Uh, we're supposed to play the Chiefs if the if, if the playoffs play... started today, we're a first round exit. Well, we're a first round exit either way if we play Kansas City or Miami. Miami's the second seed, so they play the 7th seed. And then that would be the Colts. The fifth the Colts seed be. plays the fourth seed, so that would be Jacksonville versus. Uh, Jacksonville's the only like winnable game for us, even though we lost. We lost Jacksonville, yeah. We lost to Jacksonville. We lost to. We didn't lose to the Titans, and we lost to Houston. Yeah, you have to. What of our division losses though? You to, like AFC wise, it's the Texans. It's the. Browns and the Jags. We only have three AFC losses. Uh, yeah. Oh uh, no, four. We lost New England. Yes. So now it's four. We lost to Arizona and the 49ers or the other two. But those don't count. They don't affect us because they're NFC teams. Yeah. And the only NFC team left we have to play is the Seahawks. Yeah. We were basically playing the a- NFC West this year. We so were playing the, the West. The whole, the whole AFC North did. We were playing the West in the, what was it, the South? Because we played the 49ers week one. Then we played the Rams. And then we played the Cardinals. And then the Seahawks are the last of the NFC West teams. We've already played the Texans, the Jags. The Titans. Colts are this week. The Colts are this week. And I think that's it because that finishes the AFC South for us. Because then and we're then with... we had We had one team from the AFC West. West, yes. And that was the late, the Vegas Raiders. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're right. The Vegas Raiders and the AFC West. Because yeah, because who the Ravens play though? They played the Chiefs. They played no, they, no. The Chiefs, the Chiefs was the Bengals. Yeah, the Broncos were the Browns, so they played the Chargers. Yeah. Okay. All right. We played the Raiders, so they play. Yeah, like you said, one plays the Broncos, the other one plays the Chargers. Um, 
Then we have Tampa Bay at Atlanta. Tampa Bay wins. Yeah. I mean, if 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 and this was a this was a pre-show conversation. I think that if Justin Fields is no longer the quarterback in Chicago, I think that Atlanta is a very appetizing space for him to go. Yeah, that's true cuz he's he's from Georgia, isn't he? I believe so. Yeah, I think Justin Fields is from Georgia because he was on that um QB Beyond the Lights Netflix show. And yeah, he went to high school in Georgia. And he then that he committed to Georgia, sat behind what was it, Stenson Bennett, until Bennett just kept his job and then Fields transferred to or no, what was it called? He didn't he sat behind Jake Fromm. And then when Jake Fromm wasn't ready to leave, then Justin Fields transferred to Ohio State. Yeah, well, like, to look at it the way that I'm looking at it right now, I don't know if the Bears are going to want to keep him. No, nah, uh, they're, they're on pace to have the number one pick, so they could take Caleb Williams with it. And I don't know what their whole plan is. I don't know if they, you know, want to keep doing the Justin Fields experiment, you know, because they got DJ Moore or whatever. But yeah. whatever. But if you move him down to Atlanta with a defense that's been rebuilt, like you can honestly say that they have a decent defense. They do have a really nice secondary. Like Jesse Bates was a huge signing for them in the offseason. Yeah, and it's paying off. It shows. Like the, the yeah. offense is there. You have B. John Robinson, first-year rookie running Drake back. Drake London. Drake London, Kyle Pitts, uh, Cordell or Cordell Patterson. Cordell Patterson. I haven't heard his name called in a while. I don't think. We well, also have some young veteran guys down there too. You have like Janu Smith. Their offensive line's basically young. You have like Chris Lindstrom, Caleb McGarry, and they can go out and get a, like a, a receiver second, third round if they wanted to. Yeah, because they're receiving. They can structure court. this team nicely. Hell, if they if they go and they they get Justin Fields, I mean, they could also go out and try to get you know, not Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison, if he even comes out, he's gone in the first three picks. Yeah, because Atlanta right now, I think what they're second in their division. Yeah, they don't have enough losses to end up with Marvin Harrison. They could go get like Emeka Abuke or that well, then other... they, they would lose their first round pick. That's why I had to kind of stop my. Because if they're getting Justin Fields, they're trading away their first-round pick. That's true, yeah. So they won't even have a first-round pick. They'd have to be a later-round pick for the quarterback. But I the feel receiver? like... Uh, yeah, the receiver. But if they're if they're going to go get Justin Fields, is he on an expiring contract? No, he's on... he got one more year. He's still on his rookie year deal. So technically, he is on his... He's going, he'll be going into his fourth year. Yeah, but they'll have to pick up his fifth-year option. So he'll tech, they'll technically would have two years with him. Because They're going to have to pay him if he does good. So I mean, they a, can run the experiment, you know, trade away two, three first-rounders and a couple mid-third, fourth-rounders, maybe like a piece of shit to send yeah. over to Chicago to. And yeah. just... Get, like what the hell happens? You know what? What like he's in Atlanta. They have a very very shitty division. Like oh yeah. no, Bryce Young's gonna win the division next year. No, Bryce. The Panthers still have a long way to go. They still have to 
build talent around him. The Tampa Bay Bucks, they're they're probably gonna lose a lot of people. You know, contracts from the Super Bowl era are starting to expire. People are going elsewhere. Well, Antoine Winfield Jr., his contract's still a rookie deal. I'm talking about like Mike Evans. Oh no, no, no! You're right because he's Mike a, Evans is gonna be wanting to get the hell out of there. Well, no, the way Mike Evans is playing, I think that'd be a receiver you'd want to keep for. The, the team, yeah, but the the, the, the the I think we've we remember the beginning of the season he wanted traded, so yeah, I don't think he's picking up the contract and signing back. I think he's yeah. The only problem is with the way like the NFC South, Carolina. Technically, they still have to get a bunch of pieces. They have their quarterback, their tackle, and I guess they can say they're receiver because i think jonathan mingo they believe in terrence marshall jr wants the hell out of carolina uh dante jackson on defense they have jc horn Derek brown so those are two corner guys done uh so carolina basically doesn't scare anybody in that division the Saints still need to find out who the hell their quarterback of the future is. Yeah. And they have so much issues. Yeah. Other issues that they're dealing with. And so and then Tampa, you're right. Because I think Antoine, their defense is, they're on a bunch of expiring contracts. Because I think Antoine Winfield's rookie deal is up after this year. Because a lot of those 2020 rookies are their contract, they're due to get big contracts. So, yeah, I mean, and I think Atlanta's got the money to kind of splash on Justin Fields, don't they? Yeah, they would want to if they. All right, so here's the perfect scenario, right? They they sign them, they get them, they trade them, and do they have to pick the fifth year option up before the season starts? Right? Yes or no? Yeah, they do. They have to. So pick. They pick it up, whatever. All right. So that first year is an experiment, like an tooling experiment. with him to see how. The second year, you don't have to extend him, but if he's like, "Oh shit, Justin Fields has turned his team into, you know, a Super a, Bowl contender, a ten and six team. You know, they beat, they win the division, they move on yeah. to the playoffs, they get decently into the playoffs. You know, maybe they had injuries or whatever. Yeah, he's gonna get a mo- He's gonna get money. He's gonna get money because. The way that they operate down there, they run a lot. So, like, he's perfect yeah. for that situation. And Desmond Ritter, he's old. Like, that's the whole problem with all those quarterbacks that came out last year. They were all, like, just. Yeah, they're all, like, in there. Well, actually, I think Malik Willis was, like, the only young QB that came and out of that He's class. about to be unfairly ruined. Like, his career is going to be ruined. Like, unless he gets traded to, like, a. Who's got a team that's going to be having an expiring quarterback sooner or later? Maybe yeah. the Jets. Well, Maybe is... if he went. So let's entertain this. What if? What if the Titans trade away Malik Willis to the Jets? Uh, I don't know. I mean, he's still. He's a very raw talent. He's... He yeah. has no like real like. You can't say Ryan Tannehill's teaching him. You, you heard yeah. what he said when he got freaking. Drafted. Oh, I'm. I'm not helping them. This is a competition. No, you have to also think scheme wise. Offensive scheme wise has to fit the quarterback to his strength. Hey, 
I'd say even Seattle. Yeah, because apparently Seattle would have been a good destination. Geno Smith. You don't know how much more time Geno's got. I mean, you can Gino's do LA, nice. LA Rams. Yeah, you know? Matt Stafford's almost. Who else? So, maybe me? the maybe the Broncos. Uh well, the Broncos are kind of locked into that uh, Russell Wilson contract for the exactly. next couple of years. He's not going to be ready anytime soon, but. He can really sit behind Russell Wilson and just kind of like pick his brain and shit. I'm just saying, like, Malik Willis could be a cheap contract until it's time. Well, yeah, he's oh, still technically on it. He's only a second year player. So technically, yeah, he would still be on his rookie deal. That's, but the thing though is you look at if he's developed right, he could go to Atlanta too. If he's well, if developed look- correctly. Well, yeah, he went to Auburn to start his career. So, but if you look at a lot the twenty twenty two draft class, a lot of draft experts weren't excited for it because it was like Kenny Pickett, it was like Malik Willis, it was Matt Corral, it was Desmond Ritter. Matt Corral's uh, already been a journeyman Brock, quarterback. Brock Purdy. Matt or Matt Corral's already been a journeyman quarterback. Matt Sam Howell's Howell. leading. He was Sam Howell. He was the other one. He was leading the league in passing yards. So you can't say uh, what the what's his offensive coordinator's name? Eric Vanamy. I was former, on it. The former, former Chiefs host team. Yeah. So he's probably going to replace Ron Rivera. If we're going to be honest, I don't um, think so. They think with that new ownership, because if you look at the Commanders' new ownership, he wasn't hired. The enemy wasn't hired by that ownership. Oh, who's hired by the old the old he guys? Who's hired by the old ownership? So there's a chance that the commanders might just let him go, and he becomes a free agent, and he can sign with whatever team. I don't think he's gonna become a free agent. There's a chance where the enemy, like you said, might become the head coach. But like, but the thing is, you look at a lot of the coaching staffs. That might get revamped. It's Carolina. It's Washington. Los Chicago, Angeles Chargers. Chicago. Los Angeles Chargers. New England. New England. And I think that's it because Staley's going to get fired. 100%. If he stays there, I don't know who he's blowing off in the back room. If he stays there, the Chargers, you know, Justin Herbert should just demand a trade. Say, I'm not playing for you guys anymore. I'm out. How do you have Austin Eckler? Mike Williams. Mike Williams. Keenan Allen. All these dudes. And you suck ass. How do you suck this bad? And look at their defensive side. They have Nick or Joey Bosa, who's injured now. Khalil Mack. Who's been solid for them. Yeah. Derwin James. Where the hell has Kenneth Murray been? The kid they drafted in the first round in 2020. And he had, they have Rashawn Slater on their O-line, too. Yeah. Rashawn Slater has been the solid part of their line. They have a team. They have horrible coaching, horrible yeah. decision-making. And that's another thing that you know pisses me off about Mike Tomlin. Is that dude just calls timeouts whenever he fucking wants to. And then when it came down to the end of the game when we needed him, oh, well, we oh, don't have any timeouts left. 
Yeah, because you used him in the third quarter. Also, I just think I mentioned I pitched this idea to somebody. I think it was my therapist. I said, "All right, Kenny Pickett going into his third year under a new offensive coordinator." And if it's Eric Bieniemy, <laughs> we just rub it's our. It's a hands. dream. It's a dream request. But if it happens, all right. Let's say they go on with. Let's say Kenny Pickett. Eric Bieniemy is the Steelers' offensive corner next year. All right, he looks like the franchise quarterback, but you still do you wait and you drafted like a quarterback in like the third round? Would you be willing to still bait, say, okay, Kenny, we got you the new coordinator, we got you a where's a quarterback that's behind you that we picked? And we're saying, all right, this is your shot. Show us your franchise quarterback. And he succeeds that way. I think his timer is already ticking. Yeah, but we're going to be honest. His timer has been ticking since this year. When he came in, and there's been kind of like that. uh, Well, they got rid of of Matt Canada. So I think next year they're going to give him a whole new slate to start on. I think that's what I was. Like right now. Plan was, A didn't work, and that was a full season with Matt Canada. It did not work. work. Now he's so, injured, so you really don't year, have a full assessment of what he is. Depending on if these bozos hire outside of the building because they don't like doing that. I know. We're going to find out. I posted this question on Twitter. Do you think um, – do you think Omar Khan Art Rooney to sit down with Mike Tom and say, hey, you've picked three bad offensive coordinators. We're going to strip your power of doing that, and we're going to pick your coordinators for you. We're not going to let you come in, go in-house and pick, like, who you want and promote within. We're going to go of good out. offensive coordinators. I haven't heard something about clicks Kingsbury. Nah. Um, I heard like Clint Kubiak, which is um, Gary Kubiak's son. I've heard Daryl Bevel, who's like the Miami pass game coordinator. I've heard. Uh, who's that one dude who used to be on the Lions, uh, Lions offensive coordinator? Oh, yeah. Um, Deuce Staley. Deuce Staley. Uh, I've heard Kellen Moore, if Los An- the Chargers want to clean staff. I've heard uh, – who else? The enemy's name's gotten thrown around uh, uh, for a while. Cliff Kingsbury, yeah, but I don't think Cliff Kingsbury is going to want to leave college to come back to the NFL. He's in college? Heard, yeah. He, uh, USC, I think, signed him. For this year? I think for this year and next year, I think. I think he went to USC. I didn't hear that. I, so I, didn't I think know that. he's part of Lincoln Riley's staff. Yeah, he's a, a senior offense analyst and QB coach at USC. What stops him from coming to Pittsburgh to be an offensive NFL coordinator? Well, well, here's the thing, though. If you look at uh, – the, the quarterback prospects he's developed are Case Keenum, Johnny Manziel, Patrick Mahomes, and Kyler Murray. 
Patrick Mahomes and Kyler Murray are decent. Well, Kyler Murray's decent. Patrick Mahomes is, you know, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, but Patrick Mahomes looks like he's kind of taken a step back this year. Because uh, I guess is I guess that's kind of showing like uh, maybe Bianami's scheme might have fitted him. Eric Bianami has made Sam Howell look good. He was on top of the before. I think C.J. Stroud took over it. I don't know where it's at now because it's kind of been like you know I, this. But I he was at the top of the passing leaders. I think Stroud's back at the top by himself. But like, I mean, let's look at this stats. Uh, Unless Stroud's not at the top, because you, if you look at it, my only all problem, right, Tua Tungavailoa, yeah, is at the top, and then CJ Stroud, Brock Purdy, and then Sam Howell dropped the five. Okay. He was up there for who knows how long. Yeah, I. To me, I just think if you get Kenny in a new offensive scheme. He has 18 touchdowns. He's a QBR of 47.9. Completion rate of 65% and 3,466 yards. I know. If you look at that, the Steelers QBs combined only have nine total touchdowns. Joe Flacco is about to have more passing touchdowns in his three games than Kenny Pickett's had all season. I think Mike Tomlin might have coached too much into these quarterbacks. All right, don't turn the ball over. Uh, he's very, Kenny is very he's very careful with his passes. He doesn't have a lot of turnovers, but he also doesn't have a lot of risky throws. He throws it out of bounds, holds on to it. He's just he's way too. He's like he wants to be more like. At least Mitch throws the fucking ball. I mean, he, he does it horribly and at the wrong time, but he fucking tears that bitch out. And uh, he does. But, I mean, you have to look at it, though. You don't want – I think Mike Tomlin coaches in these quarterbacks' heads too much, saying, all right, don't turn the ball over. Let the defense do the work. And what does that done with Trubisky? Okay, he gets aggressive too much, and he throws interceptions. Two things Mike Tomlin doesn't want. So the problem is our defense isn't that good. Our secondary is completely shit. We I only think have one the, good. We have only one good linebacker, and we had three. Yeah, and then two went and, down. Yeah, two are down and out for the season. Our secondary is ass. I don't care if we have Joey Porter Jr. Like that's not enough. No, nah. Patrick is not enough. He can only do so much as one human, and he's doing a lot on that field. And he doesn't get a lot of credit for it, but he is doing a lot on that field. Yeah, and then the line's good. Our line's been good. It's everything past that that's like. Well, T.J. Watt and Alex Hasmus, we don't need to have on Joey Porter Jr. Patrick Peterson. Somebody mentioned that he's been picking up his game lately. He hasn't been as bad, but Levi Walsh needs fucking like shot in the head and. He needs to get a bus ticket out of here, basically. Start learning Chinese, buddy. You're going to the fucking China leagues. <laughs> there is no China league. All right, back to our fucking list. So, uh, yeah, that Tampa Bay-Atlanta game, Tampa Bay gets the dub. Uh, Baltimore beats Los Angeles at the end on that crazy uh, touchdown at the end to win it. Uh, Detroit loses to Chicago, so Chicago's kind of rising up, but that's also a division game, so, like, you know, division games. Well, Chicago's also game. pretty bad if yeah. you look at it. I mean, that's th that's always been the issue with the Lions is, like, 
the Lions can go out and put a really good game on with a really good team. But yeah. Then they kind of like underplay the, 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 the stupid teams, and then they end up losing to those teams. It's kind of like Pittsburgh Steelers, but anyway. Well, yeah, uh, they under they were like under something with the Packers and they lost. So yeah, I don't uh, know. I just since he, since he played the Colts, <coughs> bless you. <coughs> since he played the Colts and they beat, since he played the Colts and made Jake Browning, like what was Jake Browning's passing? And then I've seen I've seen so much glazing. They're like, well. This is how Patrick or uh, Tom Brady was born. I'm like, oh my god. Well, Tom Brady was a special. Like, you're not gonna find another Tom Brady. Well, that's what everybody wants to do is find the next Tom Brady. Uh, we had uh, Patrick Mahomes might be that then. Jake Browning, two seventy five, two touches and interception, two tuds and an interception. Yeah, it shows you right there. And then. Uh, Jacksonville loses to Cleveland, which was a surprise to me because I thought maybe Jacksonville might have been able to go in there and probably not run all over Cleveland, but at least give some effort, like at least try to win the ball game. Instead, Trevor Lawrence throws two picks or three interceptions. I still think Trevor Lawrence is feeling from that ankle injury he suffered on Monday night. Uh, and then we have New Orleans taking care of Carolina. Yeah. Uh, Houston loses, but C.J. Stroud was out, and they're out Tank Dell. So now they're starting to fall apart, the Texans. Yeah. Health-related health things. Yeah, but also the Jets helping – the Jets beating the Texans helped the Steelers, uh, if you look at it. Because now, yeah. te- now the Texans are 7-6. and six. And Then we had the – Absolute barn burner of the Minnesota Vikings versus the Las Vegas Raiders. That was uh, that was a bad game. There was no scoring in that game until the fourth quarter, and not in the fourth quarter, not until it, like almost the end of the game. Like, yeah, fuck field goal, just go out there and kick, get some points on the board at least. I don't even want to go into detail about it. Yeah, uh, and, then you have and, Seattle. And, then, then what pissed me off the most was fucking Justin Jefferson just comes back. I put him back in my lineup and gets hurt immediately. Yep. Who yep. the fuck is doing who? Whatever. Um, Seattle gets handled by the Niners. Buffalo upsets Kansas City and exposes Patrick Mahomes for the fucking bitch he is. Yeah. How in the hell are you going to go up to Josh Allen, who you just had a really good game with, and go, that was fucking bullshit, man. That was bullshit. No, good game. Move on. You don't have to go, oh, you know, uh, uh, I would have played. No, you just go, good game, man. That's it. That's all you have to do. That's all you have to do. You don't have to go, that's fucking bullshit. That's fucking bullshit. I know. He was. He he said that was a fucking ridiculous call or something. That's what it, that was his exact words. And then he comes up to the podium and he's like, blah, 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 bitchy refs. But like he was just bitching the whole time. And then Andy Reid comes out and he's bitching about the same thing. And then on uh, was it get up or something? They're like, supposedly the receivers are supposed to check with the officials if they're on size or not and supposedly there's a play where supposedly you can see the video that it's up on social media now where Kadarius tony 
didn't check with the officials at all. He wasn't looking at them. And then that's how they got the offset. What was it? False start or offsides call called against him because he never checked with the officials. And supposedly his toes were not lined up behind the blue line that they show on TV for us watching at home. Whatever. I'm I'm tired tired of Patrick Mahomes getting all fucking pissy Annie. Like, buddy, you have Super Bowl rings. Fuck off. It's one game. Who gives a shit? Well, his wife was on social media, and she put MVP right above the ref's head. And that is why uh, no one likes his wife, no one likes his brother, and now we're going to start not liking him. His brother's in jail, I think. Uh, Then we got Denver at Los Angeles. Denver just wiped Los Angeles. I think as soon as Justin Herbert went out, all Los Angeles went, just went like that. Uh, The Eagles laid an egg. Now Dallas Dallas leads the division. That's how I lost to you in fantasy. It's because the damn Eagles laying an egg. Well, that's how I lost my other league because Jalen Hurts only put up eight points. Congratulations, Jalen Hurts. You suck. You standing on business now? What do you mean? You had Jalen Hurts last year and he did real well for you. I mean, I I guess. But then and then oh. All I I know is that when we do fantasy next year, there has to be Oh jeez. There has to be a what did you get a a letter from somebody? I got interrupted. All I know is that when we do fantasy next year, we have to do like round one wide or quarterback, round two running back, round three wide receiver, round four tight end, and just go on like that. And then to end up the week 14 recap, so we can move on to week 15. So we've rambled on for 34 minutes. Uh, Dolphins tight end. Forget about it. Tommy DeVito gets the dub. And his fucking agent looks awesome. Good job to the freaking Giants. And I'm not done yet because my other white quarterback that fucking plays for the Tennessee Titans, Big Bill Levis, gets the dub as well. So shout out to the boys. I didn't expect Will Levis to go in there. I love how flamboyant he was on that sideline where he's like, Will Levis, did you watch him in that college at all when he was at Kentucky? Not Tommy DeVito. Tommy DeVito is awesome. Did you see watched... his freaking? Did you see his family throwing a tailgate for everybody? It was so much. Yeah, fun. I did see that. Even, Tommy Gutlitz. Even Tommy DeVito or Packers fans were like going up and getting food out of it. Yeah, you don't see Daniel Jones's family doing that. Yeah, but I, do you think uh, they move on from Daniel Jones? Uh, I think I think 
it should be fair that they, unless Tommy DeVito like lays an egg for the rest of the season, which it could very much happen. Yeah. Uh, if he's still very good, I would say that the starting quarterback position is up for grabs. I wouldn't say, oh, well, Daniel Jones is going to get it. And then we could, no. It should be up for grabs in camp, and then you fight over it. Yeah, that's that's a lot of the reason why I was saying with the Steelers about trying to go get like a because this quarterback class is supposedly supposed to be deep coming out. Well, next year should be good too. Should be. Yeah. What do you mean, twenty twenty five's draft class? Yeah. Why? Who's coming out that's supposed to be good in that class? Don't you say there's a whole bunch of people that will be eligible that are in a transfer portal or whatever? Well, yeah, you have like Dylan Gabriel. You have, I think, Arch. No, Archie Manning's not eligible. Hold on, I gotta check what Archie. He definitely Manning. was just a freshman this year. I think Archie Manning is a freshman this year. He's at Texas, ain't he? Yeah. He's it waiting for he's waiting for Quinn and Ewers to go away. All right. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's a freshman this year, so he won't be eligible till. 2026. 2026, yeah. Coming out. So, yeah. But, I mean, you have, like, Dylan Gabriel. You have... uh, Cam Ward. Well, Cam Ward can come out this year if he wants to. I don't think he is. You have DJ Ungolele. You have Cade Klubnik, I think, supposed to be eligible. You have... Riley Leonard, who just transferred to Notre Dame. You have uh, who else? I'm trying to think. Who else is eligible to come out in, in 25? Uh, uh, Kyle McCord, if he wants to come out. I'm sure he's going to be a high pick. <laughs> no, nah, I don't think he will be a high pick. I think he's going to be the later end. You have Phil Jakovich, who's eligible this year. So We're talking about good quarterbacks, Samuel. That guy's butt. Anyway. I'm trying to think of who so else is we, like eligible to come out. We we went very, very horribly last week. Uh, Samuel got six out of the 15 correct, and I got five out of 15 correct. That's how bad last week was. So yeah. we're going to try to bounce back for this week uh, in the week 15, starting off our week 15 preview with the uh-huh. Thursday night barn burner. We have the Justin Herberlist Chargers versus the Jimmy Garoppolo list. No, I think Jimmy G is the quarterback again. Okay. Then I'm going to take the Raiders because they have Jimmy G, who's probably going to give one whole touchdown that'll win them the game. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going Vegas. I just, I just, I don't, I look This is going to be a bar burner. I watched that Chargers, Chargers freaking Broncos game, and I saw Herbert go out. I'm like, yeah, this, this Chargers team's going to look like dog shit. Ended up happening. Then we have, for the Saturday night 1 p.m. game, we have another barn burner. Minnesota versus Chicago. I think I'm going to go with Chicago on this one. Minnesota versus Chicago? Oh, Cincinnati. 
All right, I'm going with Minnesota just because I don't want Cincinnati to win. So we're basically going in a battle of LSU wide receivers. Maybe Jamar's... we'll see if your we'll see if your boy plays this week. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Justin Jefferson and the Vikings. Same because I think Jamar Chase is down to his third string quarterback. Uh, so is Jamar or uh, Justin, uh, Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. Because what's-his-name's coming out to play? A.J. McCarron. Nick Mullins. Yeah, if... The only thing is, if Nick Bol- if Nick Mullins can throw it to Justin Jefferson and T.J. Hawkinson, that would be fine. All right. Then we got the 4 p.m. game. Indianapolis Colts. Pittsburgh Steelers at the Indianapolis Colts. I'll take the Steelers to bounce back. They need to bounce back. Uh, like I said, they can't afford to lose this game. Like, they can't afford to lose these next two games. They have the next to... two games. They can only the I, they can only afford to lose a Seattle game. Yeah, if they're gonna fuck up. Fuck up. Then that's it. Well, what are they now? Yeah, they're seven and six. They need to. They need to at least finish the season ten and seven to at least. Minimum. Because the hope is Kenny Pickett comes back for that Baltimore game. But if Baltimore wins this week in Pittsburgh, uh, well, no, not even. It doesn't even matter about Pittsburgh. If, yeah, because if we lose this week, we're seven and seven. We'd be tied for the bottom of the division with Cincinnati if they lose to Minnesota. So, if the Browns lose and the Ravens win, they're the Ravens. They're Ravens wins one. division. Uh, no. Yeah, huh? Wait. Do they? They're they're only they only have three losses, right? Yeah. And if they win, they would have they would only end if they lost out the rest of the season. They only have six losses, and everybody else has seven or six as well. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. No, hold on. Well, so they they need to win two games, and have the Browns lose one. Well, the Browns could lose the rest if they if see the Joe thing, Flacco shows his true colors. See the way this division is is that Steelers, Browns, and Bengals they would need to win out the rest of their games, and the Ravens would need to lose out the rest of their games, and able for this division to come down to a tiebreaker because that'd be whoever has the most division wins. Right now, the Steelers beat the Browns, beat split with the Browns, beat the Ravens, beat the and then beat the Bengals, and then if the and then on Christmas before Christmas Eve, the if we beat the Bengals, we sweep the Bengals, and then it will come down to that third division, that last division game for the Steelers to win the division because that could be for the division. And Baltimore, this, is the, this is the way how the Steelers win the division. I broke Bal- it down. Baltimore would just have to win out the rest Baltimore of the Baltimore wins out. As they get two wins the next two weeks, they are in. 100% in, and they don't have to worry about anything. Like, no. they're in already. They're not going to lose out of the playoffs. I think they're already in pretty much. Yeah, but, they, have, they have their but, spot locked up. But Look. Cleveland needs to lose a game because we had the better win over Cleveland. Yeah. Then if Cleveland loses a game, Steelers need to win out, 
Baltimore needs to lose out. Yeah. That's the only way Pittsburgh gets in. Now, Cleveland can get in if they win out and the Baltimore Ravens lose out, lose I'm out. pretty sure. Cincinnati and then the Cincinnati's a little more of a tougher thing. I think they'd have to win out, obviously. The Ravens would have to lose out, and then it would just be how many wins did the Ravens have over the Bengals because I think their, their series are over. Yeah, the Bengals, the Bengals is kind of a hard way because most of their losses were to AFC teams. The only way that they would be able to make it in and win the division is so if they would everyone to... else loses out because the Steelers would have to lose another one, the Browns would have to lose two, and they would have to win out. Well, I'm talking about for the Bengals just to get in the playoffs in general. They would have to win out because Not really. they, yeah, because they lost a lot of their div- – Games for division. A lot of their losses were to AFC opponents because they lost to, if I'm correct, Buffalo. They lost to Houston, if I'm correct. They lost to the Steelers. They lost to. They lost to Indianapolis, if I'm correct. Yeah, they lost to the Browns. They lost to the Ravens. They lost to the Titans. They lost to the Texans. They lost to the Ravens. They lost to the Steelers. Uh, They beat the Bills. They only have really one... uh, They really only have one... AFC win against an uh, AFC opponent. They've basically lost to a lot. So technically they have to win out their next games to get in. To and hope play. and hope and hope the Steelers knock off the Colts. Yeah. Like they'd have to win out. They'd have to win out or they could lose to the Steelers, I believe, but then they'd have to wait for everybody else to lose too. So they'd have to win out to get in. Yeah, they would be basically playing the waiting game on when eight and when week eighteen, and hope the Colts right. drop one. Yeah, when the week Steelers 18, would have to obviously lose to them too. Yeah, when week eighteen comes around, everybody like they would have to be scoreboard watching because a lot of things would have to go their way. Okay, and then for the eight p.m. Saturday game, we have Denver at Detroit. I'm going to take Detroit for a bounce back win. Yeah, I'm taking the Lions. Uh, I just think, like you said, they need to come back and win. They need to keep their pace on top of the NFC North. Then our Sunday games, I know you're going to disagree with me, so I'll just put the S here now. Chicago at Cleveland, I'm taking Chicago. I don't know. That one's really hard because how do you – are you going to – the other reason I'm saying Cleveland is just basically because of their defense – because their defense is so good against the run somehow, and all Justin Fields does is run. I just don't want them to win, so that's why I haven't picked. Yeah, I understand. Uh, Tampa Bay at Green Bay, that's kind of – That's a hard one to decide. Um, I I'm going to saw... say Tampa Bay just because they have better receivers. But, yeah, because Green Bay... Alexander is on the Green Bay Packers, so who knows. I'll take Tampa. I saw Green Bay kind of looked bad on Monday. Uh, Houston at Tennessee. 
That should, be a, here, decent, here, that should be a decent game. Here, I'll go Houston if CJ Stroud's playing. But if not, I'll go Houston or Tennessee. Same. We'll go with Houston, pretending that CJ Stroud's, Stroud's going to play. Uh, also, the only reason I'll say is because Derrick Henry might be able to beat the Texans. On oh, this. Will Levis got it. Don't worry. It's not. With, do, you, do you think that fucking Davis, Dougie Mills, or whoever's down there, Case Keenum? Case Keenum, Keenum's down there. Do you think, you think those two are going to fuck it? No. They won't be able to take care of this. Yeah. Well, Will Levis got that in the in the bag. Uh, The Jets at Miami. With or without Tua, give me Miami. Yeah. Or, or with Tyreek. With, with or without Tyreek. Kansas City at New England. Kansas City. Kansas City all day. Giants at New Orleans. I'm going New Orleans. I'm not. I don't care if you can go, Mister Tommy DeVito. I'm going with Tommy Cutlets and the New York Giants. I'm going with Derek Carr and the Saints. Atlanta, Carolina. I'll just put us Atlanta, Atlanta, <laughs> Washington at the Rams. Now that could be interesting. I'm going the Rams. Yeah, they got way better wide receivers. Uh, San Fran at Arizona. I don't San think Fran. we need to even dispute, dispute that. that uh, Dallas at Buffalo. Dallas. Ooh, that's an interesting one. I'll go Dallas just because. Yeah, I don't Buffalo. think Buffalo relies too much on Josh Allen and uh, Stefan Diggs, and it shows you when their Matt Milano, who's their quarterback of their defense. When he went down, it just shows you that that defense in Buffalo isn't the same. You going with Tommy DeVito? Baltimore at Jacksonville, give me Baltimore. Baltimore. And then Philly at Seattle, give me Philly for the bounce back. Yeah. Eagles. I think the Seahawks are kind of starting to show that Geno Smith, the injury for him might be worse. Might be time to shop. You going with Tommy DeVito? It's Tommy Cutlets. It was that Pat McAfee. How question? you doing? No, New Yorker. Yeah, Italian New York, New Yorker. Tommy Cutlets. I wonder if him living at home with his parents actually is like paying off now. Oh, in New York, yeah, it's fucking New York expensive too. Yeah. Tommy Dovita. Tommy Gauntlets. All right, Samuel, we're done with football stuff or whatever. Well, the game predicting. You have anything you want to talk about? No. Uh, let's get into baseball. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. What do you, I actually want to do this. What are your thoughts on free agency so far? We'll get to the Shohei thing. We all know that. But just overall free agency. Well, it seems like Kansas City's making a couple plays here. Well, yeah. They're, they've went out and got a bunch of nice pitching. <laughs> Is that thumbs down for the Pirates or what? What? I know that the Guardians, they're in their Guardian division. Yeah, but also I actually wanted to, I searched this up. Apparently Josh Naylor's up for trade. <laughs> and you I, just, I, I've really given up watching football or baseball. Here's your clap because you went and signed Austin Hedges back. We did? Yeah. 
The Guardians. Dude, are, you, the, Guardians. the fucking Pirates need him back. Andy Rodriguez is out for the year. Maybe it's time to throw fucking Henry Davis behind the plate. Behind That's him. what they're doing. But uh, congratulations, you signed Guardians. You signed Austin Hedges. Didn't for we four, get a Brewers first baseman for four, for four million dollars? Didn't we get the Brewers first baseman? Yeah, we got Rowdy Tele. The Pirates got Rowdy Telez, but you got Austin Hedges. Yeah, he was a dog when he was on Cleveland. No, he wasn't. He's the same as he was on the Pirates. He was pretty good. He was terrible. He wasn't as terrible as when he was on Pirates. He's pretty bad on the Pirates. Yeah, but the thing is, uh, if you look at it now, now looking at it, it was probably a different scenario in Cleveland for him than it was in Pittsburgh. Because you look at the Pirates had Rodriguez and Davis literally in their system waiting to come up. Well, we have Josh Naylor's brother, Bo Naylor, behind the plate. So he'd probably just be a backup catcher. Yeah, sorry. Uh, no, no. Imagine if the Guardians trade Bo Naylor. No. It, apparently his brother, Josh Naylor, is on the trade market. Yeah, you said that. And the Pirates are interested in him. He's a good first baseman, but he's also a DH kind of too. That's true. Josh Bell still on the? T- is it, did he get traded or is he still on? Or is he out? Is he has a two year contract, right? Where do you think he is? He's in Cleveland right now. No, he's not. He's in Miami. Oh yeah, oh, I forgot he got traded. They shipped him to Miami. I forgot he got traded. Yeah, like, the trade. Thing is, uh, is that Shane Bieber is on the trade block? I want the Pirates to go get him. I wouldn't be mad if he went to the Pirates. I'd be pissed if he goes to Cincinnati, though. Cincinnati's not interested. I don't think Cincinnati's a team that I can't remember who said. I think I can't remember who said that they they, they could possibly get him. And I was like, no, 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 <laughs> no. Yeah, well, Cincinnati, yes, yeah, Cincinnati was one of them. Because you have to think, the Pirates need pitching. And the thing is, St. Louis just went and signed Sonny Gray. We went and got, Pirates got Marco Gonzalez. I don't even know all the deals because I don't get the pop-ups as much. I sent you them. Like, anytime a deal happens, I just send it to you. Yeah, I know. Fucking Woj Samuel over here. (laughs) Yeah, it's speaking, like, speaking of Woj, uh, we will be able to see these Phoenix Big Three tonight. Yeah, isn't this the first time they're all together? Until Bradley Bill gets hurt again. Or Kevin Durant or Devin Booker since they've all been. <laughs> yeah, it seems like they've all been injured this year. Did you watch the in-season tournament at all? I watched it. I like the court designs. Like how they were like, they incorporate the court design with the jersey they were wearing. That was it. The Lakers won the in-season tournament. I know that. I know who is. I well, I I followed it. I didn't watch any of it. I, did you watch the the Cavaliers court? Did you like that? I thought it was ugly. It was gray. It was okay. I mean, I'm not like. I thought it was ugly because it was gray and it said the land on it, and then on their jerseys it said it too, and it looked disgusting. The jersey that I did like was uh, I liked. I think was the Indiana Indiana's court was nice. Phoenix courts was nice. 
Uh, Oklahoma City's. I really liked Oklahoma City's court. That was an interesting one. Uh, so far, um, so far, a lot of the big guys have signed yet. Like Aaron Nola went back to the Phillies. Shohei Otani signed a ten-year deal with the the Giants. Uh, the a lot of the international guys that were posted, uh, Jung. Ko Lee went to the Giants. He was the Korean, uh, uh, the Korean Baseball League MVP. Apparently, he signed with the Giants for a six-year deal. Uh, there's um, they're still waiting on that Yoshi, Yoshi. Uh, how do you say his name? I couldn't tell you. I know exactly Yo- who you're talking Yoshi, about. Yoshi. They think he's going to the Dodgers. Yoshinobu Yamoto. Yeah, they're still waiting on for where he signed. He's met so far with uh, the Dodgers. He's met with the Mets. And I think he's meeting with the Red Sox. And apparently, there's a, there's one other team that he's meeting with, if I can remember. The Guardians. He's coming to Cleveland. No, nah, he's not going to Cleveland. There's also another uh, pitcher that they're waiting on. People are waiting on. His name's Shata Imanga. The only problem I think people are going to wait on him is because he's 30 years old. The Yankees get Juan Soto in the trade. Yep. They're going to still suck. Uh, uh, here, here's something. Up. Apparently, Otani's contract contains language about building competitive team with a conditional opt-out clause. What does that mean? Uh, apparently... Uh, that a short the club will make good on its promise and to use the savings he created to build a competitive team around him. Uh, that Otani asked him early in free agency process that about whatever it was possible to defer the majority of entirety of his salary in order to give his club more present day payroll flexibility. So, win now, fuck the team later. Yeah, basically, that's what. <laughs> I'm not funny. here. I don't give a fuck what happens. Yeah, that's basically what it is. It's basically fuck you. I want to win now. I'll fuck you over later when I'm done. Kick the can down the road. NFL. All right. And other big season. news: the Pirates and Penguins agreed to joint ownership of Sportsnet Pittsburgh. Now, is that that weird TV channel? The one the Penguins are on. The Pirates will be on it. Yeah. Oh, and Mets like, signed. Like all the time. Mets signed Trace Thompson. Uh, that was really it. Uh, Red Sox signed Roberto Perez. That sounds familiar. 
Cubs sign Jorge Alfaro to a minor league deal. Bruh, how is Orlando Magic the second seed in the Eastern Conference? They're good this year. That's why. The Golden State is even in the playoffs. What the fuck? What have I what have I been missing? Draymond Green getting ejected. Nikola Jokic getting ejected. Uh, Clay Thompson doing nothing. No, I'm just kidding. I know Clay Thompson and Steph Curry playing real well. Draymond Green has been getting himself thrown out of games. He just got himself thrown out last night. Timberwolves have they're the, they're tied with the best record in the league. Yeah, Thunder Thunder are the second team, and they still have all those draft picks. Still, Dallas is in third. Denver yeah, four. Sacramento five. Los Angeles six. Clippers seven. Phoenix Dude, eight. Dude, because you Houston sleep half of the time, and the games are like seven o'clock. I don't really watch basketball anymore. I really don't. Cleveland, I know we we lost a couple games, and then we split with Orlando as of right now. Yeah, Orlando's just really good this year. But, I mean, that in-season tournament, I mean, the in-season tournament was really good to players because the prize money was like, what, $500,000 at the end of the tournament or something? Yeah, LeBron James needed more money. (laughs) No, it was to all the players on the winning team. Honestly, I think – I think that that is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Now, I'm sure that people are going to be like, this is great for the game of basketball because, yeah, because the Lakers can actually say that they won a championship, and yet they're going to lose in the actual real postseason. Well, the right. tournament's kind of dumb. Are you going to replace the fucking All-Star break with the in-season tournament? No, the All-Star break's getting – I think I just saw somewhere the All-Star – Thing was going to change or something. Yeah, they're making it east. They're making west it again. back to east west again. That's know. dumb. Well, yeah, that was when you had like all the best west players and the already best east players. So you had like Kobe Bryant, Shaq on one team. You had. I like the key, the team captain though. I like that aspect of it. Well, I, I like the up, Kobe role. I grew up, like, oh well, he's been dead long enough. Let's time turn it back to the way it was. I grew up watching the East West, so you had like Vince Carter versus Kobe Bryant. You had Shaq and Kobe versus yeah. And what's it gonna be? Dwayne like, Wade, Giannis, uh, Dame, fucking uh, Nikola Jokic, Jason Tatum, and Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid versus Devin uh, Booker. Devin Booker, Kevin LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry. And Nick, what Nicole Jokic or whoever uh, Anthony well, Edwards maybe Anthony that's Edwards, it. Steph Curry. Like, well, you're gonna have like on the East side, you're gonna have like Joel Embiid, you're gonna have like Jason Tatum, you're gonna have uh, Jimmy Butler, you're gonna have definitely Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell, you're gonna have like Lamelo Ball. On the West side, you're gonna have like Jokic, Dantich. Wimbenyama, I'm pretty sure, might make it. Dude, that guy's a dog. Uh, he can stay healthy. Dude, you know who's going to make the, the all-star game? Jalen Green. Zion! No, I'm joking. Well, yeah, you'll have the Pelican, like Zion over on the west side. I was joking. Zion's out of shape. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's the question somebody keeps asking. Like, are you? Don't go up. Look, is this Zion at the podium? Yeah. Zion, are you out of weight? Are you? Are you? Are you? Are, are you, you overweight? Yeah, are you overweight? I don't know if he answers the question at all. Well, I know that Bill Belichick was asked if he's going to be the coach next year, and he's like, I'm focusing on Kansas City. Like, well, if you do get – I'm focusing on Kansas City. <laughs> That's the same way he was for the quarterback thing, remember? Where he's like, have you named – people ask you, you named your starting quarterback, it's an open competition. Have you named your starting quarterback, it's an open competition. That is literally that is literally Bill Belichick at its finest. He, he yeah. doesn't care enough to answer your questions, and he's going to fucking tell you to go fuck yourself without saying go fuck yourself. I, I think he's getting traded to uh, Los Angeles. Yeah. And then they can figure out whatever they're doing in New England. They're going to have to keep, do a clean slate. You know, they got Gonzalez. They got him last year. I think he's going to be a nice corner piece. Judon will come back they, next year. What, what do you th- What if they just, like, say, all right, Bill, we'll trade you to Los Angeles. All right, Steve, you're the next head coach. Uh, I'm Bill Belichick's son. My name's Steve. What are you doing? I'm a quarterback. <laughs> Yeah, that's him. Basically, he's like, who's your starting quarterback? Uh, Me. I'll be throwing the rock around this week. <laughs> yeah, I'm the quarterback now. If I, fuck, I'm 47 years old. Fuck all these young quarterbacks. Yeah, I'm, I'm tired of watching these guys throw the, <laughs> throw the rock around. I will be the guy. Yeah, it's like, it's like, yeah, I'm the quarterback now. Fuck you. It's me. I'm Steve Belichick. I'm quarterback for the New England Patriots. I'll wear negative 43. I'll throw I'll throw weak passes to the ground where my receivers can't catch them. I'll fit right in with the rest of my quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, just get like uh just get um what's his face in there? Get Billy Bailey Zappy in there, your wire receiver now. Now, just giving out negative million dollar contracts. You're right. They're gonna you pay have... us to play on this team. <laughs> you're gonna. You're right. You're. They're gonna have to clean house next this year, which means I don't think Steve Belichick's gonna stay around. No, I, I don't think, think Bill they're gonna O'Brien's. Have, well, gonna... they're obviously going to need a new. They're going to need a GM too. They don't have a GM. Robert Kraft's the GM. He doesn't give a shit. Bill that Belichick win. was the GM. <laughs> yeah, Robert Kraft going to be sitting in his office. Yeah, uh, honey, what do you want? All right, honey, go. You be getting his dick sucked while he's making draft choices. That's enough. Samuel, Bill this Bell- is a PG podcast. Yeah, right. This has not been PG. I've dropped the f bomb a billion times already. No, but I'm just saying they're gonna, like you said, they're gonna have to get a whole new GM. They're gonna be like the funny thing is, if you look at the Steelers and the Patriots. They're both like six times Super Bowl champs, uh, but their way they play offense doesn't come to what the modern day offense is like am i not kidding like both bill belichick and mike tomlin's like philosophies are both like all right offense don't screw up but 
let the defense at least win the game. Like, am I not kidding? I like both of these teams both kind of are stuck behind the times. I just watched I just watched Chris Sims podcast and he just said the Steelers offense stinks but bad. And he like ripped the scheme and he says he doesn't even know what they're trying to do. Ooh. Together. Like he doesn't know he doesn't know what the Steelers scheme is. Like he doesn't know what their identity is. Like that's the only problem I think the Steelers have this year is that they were thinking, all right, Matt, we'll move you, we'll let you go run the show one more year and then see what it works. All right, well, they tried it. It didn't work. They ran too long. And now they're stuck with his playbook for the rest of the year. And clearly it has no scheme to it. So until they basically in the offseason, until they rip up the playbook, Matt Canada's playbook, and say, okay, fuck it, we're going a new direction. Get somebody in here young and new. Then we'll finally see if we have an offensive identity. Now, before we were talking, before we were recording, you went on a little rant about the wide receivers. What was that about again? Uh, it wasn't the wide receivers. It was the entire offensive uh, room, actually. The uh, entire offensive room is immature as shit, all right? Which I agree. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to cut it to you straight as possible. Uh, the only real, like, quote, veteran veterans that have been there for a while are Chuksakorfer, who is benched, and Mason Rudolph, who is the third-string quarterback. There are no other people. Well, Deontay yeah. Johnson was there when uh, Ben Roethlisberger was there, and so was Dodgy and uh, Pat Fryer, but no, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people that have been there for a while. They understand the standard of the Steeler way. Yeah. And like you, can't defense- even say, you can't even say that Chooks and – and uh, and uh, Mason know the Steeler way anyway, so you could just say no one knows the Steeler way on the offense. Nobody on offense does. On no, defense, defense, you have like Minka, you have Dehiji, and you have Cam. Because of Cam. Cam Hayward is the reason they all have that value because Cam Hayward is the reason TJ knows about it very well. Yeah. Mika knows about it very well, and that's why those guys are captains. That's why well, those cause... guys are awesome. That's why well, most of the time our defense is the reason we win. Well, it's because they play Hayward, the Steeler way. Cam Hayward was here when, like, you had the likes of, like, Brett Kiesel. Uh, I think Casey Hampton was still on here. You Ryan, had, like, Ryan, Ryan cheating Shazier. Uh, really? You had, like, you had, like, uh, Troy Palomalo was still here. Like, a lot of those defensive guys were here. Like, Cam Hayward's here when the Steeler way. On offense, we don't have anybody like that. Nope. It's all young. And this, and this and is what I mean. This is what I mean. This is what, this is what I, I – I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this as nicely as possible as I can. All right? And I have yeah. the mic out. I have the mic out for the mic drop, all right? I respect Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson is my favorite wide receiver on the Steelers. I've 
been Deontay's fan. I will go to bat for him every time something goes wrong. I've been standing here with him for six, since, five years. Since 19, so he's been here for the – Five years. Is he going on four, a five year? years. Been there since 18 to 19, so 19. 20, no, he's been here since 19. 20, so he's going on his fifth year? or No, he's on his fifth year. Well, yeah, because he has a two-year. We just signed him last year to a two-year contract. Yeah, and he'll be up. In That's why years. a lot of people are saying trading him and go. I just saw a recent mock draft say the Steelers are going to draft Romeo. Don't go walk as walk. I can't pronounce the kid's name. The kid, the wide receiver from Washington, University of Washington. Just because they were, they think they need to get another young receiver in there. But I agree with you. I think there's no leaders on the offense. Like you don't have like somebody. You don't have like a Marquise Pouncey or a, a David DeCastro or a Big Ben Roethlisberger or a Le'Veon Bell type to say, "Hey guys, follow me. We're gonna do it this way." This is how we do it. Basically, it's like all just a bunch of young guys that are in like that have never been here, that don't know how to steal their way. Hold on, I'm setting my basketball fantasy lineup right now. Hold on. Why, so I can beat you? Hold on. I think aren't I already beating you anyway? Yeah. Who do I have playing tonight? I think is it Damian Lillard? All right, before we end the episode, what are your thoughts on NFL officiating? I think it's been pretty bad this year. No, I had not. I have not dropped my mic yet. Hold on. <laughs> Sorry, I'm we trying to get this done. I'm trying to get hell. Done. Are you kidding me? This is some bullshit. Fucking, I thought I put. Where the hell's Brandon Ingram? I thought I put fucking Brandon Ingram in LeBron James spot. We're gonna have to wait on the mic drop here. Well, yeah, I think I'm I'm beating you right now. Four or five forty three to four ninety. At. But I mean, like I, I agree with a lot of the. I like locked on Steelers. I like to. I watch. I watch it on YouTube a lot. Great shout out to Christopher Carter who hosts that show. I think he does a really good job at breaking down like what the Steelers' problems are, and I think I can give him credit that he mentioned on the one episode. I don't know if it's the most recent episode of the Locked On Steelers that he mentioned. Uh, that there's no leaders on the offense. Like, there's no core leaders this team, that offensive side has. Where on the defense, you have likes of Cam Hayward, TJ Watt, and Minka Fitzpatrick. Okay. All right. On it. So, again, I am a fan of Deontay Johnson. 
Been here forever. I met him in person. I, I, I know who Deontay Johnson is. I don't know him like super well as a person, but I know Deontay Johnson can be a crybaby. But and, yes, and Mr. All, Drop I'm not done. <laughs> I'm not done. Mr. Drops a lot too. Did you forget that? Yeah, Mr. Drops a lot. Meanwhile, he's probably leading the team in receptions. Yeah. And touchdowns, probably. I think so. I think he has three touchdowns. That's pretty depressing. <laughs> but anyway, I am so sick and tired of the just celebration for nothing. Like, congratulations, you scored a touchdown while we're down fucking three. Congrats. We're down three possessions, and you're like... <laughs> well, George Pickens was also a part of that celebration, too, I think. I'm tired of the celebrations. I'm tired of the, oh, man. I didn't get the ball. The I didn't get the, the ball. The I didn't get the ball. Yes, I'm talking about George Pickens. The lack yes, of effort. Yes, George Pickens is a generational talent wide receiver. Yes, George Pickens has a talent, but George Pickens is a whiny bitch. Well, he's also, yeah. He, he, actually, all he does is he stands there and he throws a hissy fit if the ball isn't thrown his way. And yep. I'm tired of the Steeler fans that are like, oh, George Pickens needs freed. No, he doesn't. George Pickens needs to realize that this isn't George Pickens versus the Atlanta Falcons. This is the Steelers versus the Atlanta Falcons. And I'm not talking about an yeah. football it's, lineup. I'm talking about it's a team game. It's a it's team true. effort. There's going to be games where you're going to have your 10 receptions for 150 yards and two touchdowns. But then there's going to be games that you win with one reception for five yards. I'm sorry to break it to you. There's too many mouths to feed on an offense, especially this offense, and especially when this offense gets rolling. You aren't wide receiver number one, pal, and you haven't earned it yet. There is no wide receiver number one you can clock yes, there is. yet. No, you can't. Yes, there is. Deontay you're going to call Deontay, Deontay number Johnson. one. He's been number one. I don't care what you say. He's been number one. See, I'm defending him again. I want his celebrations to go down and his effort to go up. I'm tired of all of them being like, <laughs> I know. You, look the you fucking of... suck if you're laying your head down. You've already given up. And so guess what? I know the lack of effort. Get your shit together or I don't care if both of them get traded. <laughs> No, but the thing is, you can see George Pickens and Deontay, especially when the running backs get the ball a lot and they hand off. One of them's always looking like this. Ah, give me a They're so showing lack, lack of effort. effort. Yeah. Both of them. It's both of them. They're both very, very talented wide receivers. But I don't care if you go to Kansas City. If, if either one of those doofuses go to Kansas City, Travis Kelsey's getting the touches the ball, over yeah. you. Oh, well, I'm going to go to Baltimore. Lamar doesn't throw the fucking ball, and if he does, Mark Andrews. Well, I'm going to go to I'm going to go to, to Miami. Miami. It's going to be Tua. Tua. To oh, well, I'm going to go to Buffalo. It's going to be Stephon Diggs. Diggs. Oh, I'm going to go to the, the, the San Francisco 49ers. It's going to be Brandon Ayuk or George Debo. Kittle. Debo. George Kittle. George Kittle. Debo. DMC. There's too many miles to feed. Oh, well, I'm going to go to Philadelphia. Okay, A.J. AJ Brown, Brown. And Devontae Smith. And Dallas Goddard. 
Well, I'm gonna go to Dallas. It's gonna be CD Lamb. Well, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go, go to Lions. Amon Ross, St. Brown, and their running backs too. You have to remember. You have to throw in the running backs too. So, okay, let's just go through the teams. Arizona. It's gonna be Marquise Brown and Trey McBride. Baltimore. Mark Andrews. Buffalo. Stephon Diggs. Cincinnati, it's going to be Jamar Chase. Chase and T. Higgins. Cleveland. Cleveland, Amari it's going to be Amari Cooper. Uh, who else? Chicago is DJ Moore and Cole Komet. Uh, Justin Jefferson in Justin Minnesota. Justin Jefferson in Minnesota, yeah. Uh, uh, Romeo Dobbs and, and uh, Christian Gonzalez. Christian, Christian Watson in Green Bay. Yep. So, what are they complaining about? DK that? Metcalf, and uh, Jackson Smith, Smith and Jigba, and Tyler Lockett. These receivers shouldn't be complaining about their targets. Congratulations. You guys have the possibility to be a Puka Nakua and a Cooper, uh, Cup. Cooper Cup. You guys just aren't acting like it, and you're not playing, to, you're not playing hard enough. They're not showing the effort. You're basically. celebrating whenever you're winning, but when you're losing... It's no not, come on, guys. Get back into this. We got this. Come on, guys. Let's get into this. We we know this football. This is nothing. There's none of that. It's, oh, it's, it's lack oh of our quarterback threw an interception. We're going to throw a hissy fit on the sidelines. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, Mitch Trubisky sucks. Oh, Kenny sucks. Not All right, Kenny, you got him. Get me the get let's play let's play hard next Yeah, it's like our, oh. it's nobody. It's they're not like going up to the QB and say, "Hey, Mitch, Kenny, I'm open when I'm one on one. Look at me. Instead, it's all right. You're gonna hand off to the running back. All right, I'm gonna show lack of effort of trying to block for the running back. Like literally, either Mike Tomlin needs to get in their ass and say, "All right, George Deontay, fucking stop whining and celebrating when you don't get the ball. How about show some effort on this play? Because this play gonna be a running play." We're going to give the running back the ball. Block. Block, yeah. Do, do something. Like, I don't understand why, like, I don't understand. You're getting paid millions of fucking dollars to be a damn wide receiver in the league. There's people who can barely fucking live off their paycheck. You play football. That's all you do. You play football. And you mean to tell me you're upset because you have to play uh, wide receiver on the Steelers, you don't get to catch the ball a whole bunch. Congratulations! You go and you run down the field, turn around and run back, and you play one day a week. I don't think and those you're guys millionaires. Do yeah, but if you look at the what the mid two thousand tens Steelers receiving core, I don't think any of those guys would get targets because remember you had like you had Mike Wallace, you had Antonio Brown. You had Emmanuel Sanders on that Emmanuel team. Emmanuel Sanders left to be the guy. Who else did you have on that team? You had Heath, Heath Miller, Miller still had to be fed. Like, they would be on, so far down the depth chart on those teams. They'd be like, all right. I like George Pickens. I just think George Pickens needs to show more hustle and like showing he wants because they're immature. Like Alan Alan Robinson doesn't complain when he doesn't get catches. You don't see no. Calvin Austin over there like 
Yeah, Calvin Austin's another guy that's very has to be incorporated into this offense. Do better. Like, seriously, just do better. That's all you have to do. Yeah. Be mature. That'll do it for season eight, episode three of the or season three, episode eight. Duh. Duh. The title at the top of the screen threw me off. Uh, that'll do it for season three, episode eight of the SNS Sports Podcast on the SNS Sports Network. Thank you guys for joining us and make sure you follow us on Twitter at Sand Sports Pod, and we will see you guys hopefully next week. All right now.